Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. And I'm gonna spell it out for you. I'm not a good guy. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wishful Booking, a one-week-old podcast. Can't say brand new anymore because it's like it's not the first episode anymore. That ship has sailed. I'm proud of you. My name is Liam McNulty, and my name is Jimmy Moorcraft, and we are two card-carrying members of the WWE universe and network subscribers here to dissect and pick apart all the hard work they put into the road to WrestleMania this year, all from the comfort of wherever the hell we are right now. But enough about us. Let's get Raw. For the week of... Uh, March. The week of March 20th. That was Raw was the 20th and SmackDown was the 21st. Mm-hmm. And we are uh, about a week and a half out from WrestleMania yep. 33. Getting close. Orlando, Florida. Very excited. The ultimate yeah. thrill ride, if you haven't yet heard the tagline. Released the ultimate thrill ride. Yeah, they're really, times. They're really uh, honing in on that this Just year. Just like they honed in on Remember the Rumble. We can't forget it. Oh now. yeah, <laughs> I already forgot. I'm glad you reminded me. Thanks. Yeah, right. So should we just get right into? Get right into it. Get right into Monday Night Raw this week. All right. Uh, Raw this week started out with the ultimately the firing of Mick Foley by Stephanie McMahon and the demasculation of Mick Foley as a result. Well, yeah. Huh. As as a. I'm just kidding. Well, not really. Okay, kind of, with the index card, right? Yes, yeah. They had him come out, and he read what was on the index cards, but then he just went on a rant about the idea of handing McFoley index cards. Yeah, I liked that. It was a good segment. I think that it helped, uh, you know, bring back the old school McFoley. No one tells him what to do, and uh, they thought the the segment was done well. No nonsense. Obviously, McFoley wasn't going to be having a job after putting a nasty sock in the COO's mouth. That was a cool moment with the claw. And talking down to the billionaire... The billionaire yeah. princess. So I think that, was that was the risk inevitable. he ran. Right. And of course, in real life, McFoley is getting hip surgery. So I think we all expected him to be dismissed from that role very soon. So yeah, totally. Having McFoley fired two weeks before right. WrestleMania. Yeah, right. Just, I wonder just if two the weeks night after WrestleMania, someone could be returning. Yeah, if not sooner. But and do you think they'll role. wait? So what do you think the? What do you think? Or do you have an idea? Well, I have how you see it. Like I ha- why I have why two, they would do that like that? Yeah, I have two options. One, I think they're going to try and either create the Authority 2.0. I don't think they'll call it that. You already have Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Triple H joining up. Uh, now you have uh, unofficially. Now we've had well, Samoa Joe yeah. and Kevin Owens on screen right. for a couple weeks yeah. now, and uh, uh, but we have yet to see the three of them all together. Right in one spot. Uh, but we we've even seen Stephanie kind of allude to the fact that. Joe could be your heavy at times because Joe came out during that segment and then had a match with Sami Zayn subsequently. Right. So I think maybe they may be toying with the audience thinking that there's another authority in creation. And then eventually it's going to be hard to get another baby face into this role. Obviously, I and I think a lot of other people think Kurt Angle may be a good candidate. Oh, it's true. To become For the, the raw, raw general, general manager. manager. Yeah, that's a you know, popular I don't, opinion. It's damn true. Mr. Belief. McMahon tends to like at one point be the villain and, you know, love having Stephanie as this ultimate power-hungry person, but there have been other times where Vince has, like, basically turned face and, like, implemented 
a face general manager to kind of get her in line. Okay, right, because why would Stephanie appoint Kurt Angle? She wouldn't think she could control him. If Kurt Angle is in the role, they have to know that Kurt Angle is not going to get booed easily. Well, I'm sure they know they have to bring him in as a face, at least to start out after all this time. Unless would... Stephanie thinks that Kurt's going to be under her spell and they have this understanding in the beginning and as the weeks unfold, you realize that Kurt Angle isn't going to be doing Stephanie's dirty work. So it'd be a situation with, with McFoley, yet McFoley was kind of seen as the gullible, you know, well, yeah, at, kind of a pushover at yeah. times. Not until recently he started, but you know, he didn't. Manipulative. Yeah. Or didn't. Ma- manipulable. Is that how you say that? I don't uh, know. He's easily a, manipulated there you by go. Stephen McMahon. There you go. So, at times. Um, but at times. Progressing through the segment, Sami Zayn came out. I really liked that. I thought that was excellent storytelling. You know, although Sami Zayn doesn't have a spot on the card of WrestleMania yet, a prominent spot that is. Where do you think he's going to end up? Uh, probably the Battle Royal. Uh, the I would Battle actually Royal. have him a lot of win people it think at this point. You would have Sammy win it, even yeah. with even with Braun Strowman. Well, I was going to say, if you bring it down to him and Braun Strowman, I think you have Sammy win it because Braun Strowman has, has already ha- has already mutilated Sami Zayn all this time, and it yeah. would kind of help pay off. You know, WrestleMania sometimes is the payoff of feuds, and Sami Zayn and Braun had, I would say, a rather underrated feud, to be honest. Yeah, um, it w- I mean, it was it was you know good matches and. I think it would. It was a good. It was a good story. Yeah. The, uh, um, the underdog, obviously. And I don't think the it would ult- hurt. And I don't think it would hurt Braun Strowman, especially if he if he eliminates half the field. Uh, the other way yeah. I would book the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal because there's really not much to say about it because they haven't discussed it at all on either shows this week, which I found interesting. They had yeah. mentioned it once. Well, they really only there's mentioned only four it. They really only announced. mentioned it so far this year in the context of the guys who have been announced for it. Yeah. So I think we only have Big Show from Raw. And then SmackDown we have. Kurt Hawkins, Mojo Rawley, Apollo Crews. I'm assuming Dolph Ziggler will be in there. But uh, if Sami Zayn doesn't win, the only other way I would book it is to have Braun Strowman literally eliminate every single person. Yeah. That's what I would do. Not even If Sami Zayn wasn't in it. Uh, well, Sorry. if I were to have two options of how to book it, I'd either have Sami Zayn win, or, okay. or I would have Ron Strowman just like eliminate everybody and make it like his match, and that's his the match, spot yeah. that he has on the card. Gotcha. We, I mean, we kind of already got into it. It's, it's upsetting they don't have something better lined up for him. But while we're on the uh, subject, I guess, of the Andre Battle Royal, <laughs> briefly, yes. Um, a lot of people are talking about Samoa Joe, you know, in a disappointed kind of yeah. way, talking about Samoa Joe. Uh, by default, possibly winding up in the Andre Battle Royal. But you pointed out to me, because I, I broached that subject with you off air, and you did you want to... I mean, Yeah, you, absolutely. So uh, to stay in line, um, Samoa Joe did come out. Him and Sami Zayn had a match this past Monday on Raw. Samoa Joe won. Uh, Samoa Joe appeared later on in the show to distract Chris Jericho and aiding Kevin Owens. So basically what I believe is that at WrestleMania, this past Monday on Raw, we had Triple H uh, come out. He wants Seth Rollins to come out. <laughs> at WrestleMania, this past Monday on yeah, Raw. Yeah, sorry. Uh, WrestleMania past, yeah. was this past Monday on uh, Raw, everybody. Actually, in, case anybody, in case anybody doesn't know, yeah. WrestleMania could, uh, already happened. It was this past Monday on all Raw. All these first three points, actually. This is actually pretty good. Yeah, well, we, we kind of... Really I mean, well. Yeah, we kind of so, that was a, that so, was a smooth transition yeah. to. So this past Monday on Raw, <laughs> Triple H came out. He was interviewed by Michael Cole after we saw yet another uh, video package showing Seth Rollins' recovery. We then had a doctor on air, which I could imagine violated some sort of HIPAA regulation. 
by just revealing Seth Rollins' medical uh, situation. Well, which, I, I mean, mean, they were kind of, he was kind of yeah, vague. Yeah, yeah, no, was I'm, just, I'm being, I'm kind of joking. Yeah. But, um, so, well, what did you, they're trying to say that Seth Rollins you, won't be cleared, uh, that he shouldn't be Well, they had his doctor say that, you know, no right. way would he be ready even right. remotely soon, let alone in time for WrestleMania, mm-hmm. nor would any doctor in the country say that. And you had made a point uh, last week yeah. of saying that you really you were pretty much vehemently against the idea of calling it a match, making Triple H versus Rollins a match for WrestleMania. Yeah. So, um, so how do you feel about the fact that they have they uh, heard what you said and yeah. they um, well wanted to piss you off? Uh, you know, a, a lot of people shared their disdain of the fact that the Seth Rollins Triple H storyline dissipated after it began in August when Triple H handed Kevin Owens the Universal Championship, essentially. Uh, Seth Rollins basically ignored it, and I know a lot of people, including myself, had issue with the fact that it wasn't really talked about for a few months. Um, finally, uh, then, I, mean, I feel like you mentioned it. Well, he only started mes- uh, mentioning it around like roadblock season. And, yeah, like, I remember like reading online how random it was. Like all mentioning of a sudden, it, mention- he started mentioning it regularly around roadblock. He definitely right, but it happened in August. Keep in mind. addressed it. Yeah, but he definitely addressed it after it happened, I feel like. Yeah, but not I mean, not that often. I feel like McFoley addressed it more because he wanted to know whether or not Stephanie was in on it. Well, I, th- I feel like they but, weren't um, going for like the classic. They obviously weren't going for the classic turn. So, no, you know, no, they I mean, to, I, it, it was a long time, though, and that definitely yeah. ki- kind of not killed, but it for a while in the middle. Sorry, I, I, I know you want to get your point out. <laughs> for a while during that time, I, I, you know, I'm sure you felt like. You know, it's it. This is they started this early or whatever. The momentum's kind of dying, but when it did start heating up again, it felt kind of worth it and earned yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I Seth Rollins as a babyface was a mixed, you know, experiment because it it ultimately worked. But I do feel like the inclusion of Triple H maybe early on it ultimately worked. <laughs> well, now because when the, you mean when Triple H made Seth Rollins in a test tube in a lab. <laughs> well, that's what that works. Triple yeah. H is but no. What, what I mean is that a, Seth Rollins, in my eyes, Seth Rollins struggled as a babyface. I don't think he they wrote him the best way, and I think that if they maybe had Triple H explain <laughs> his actions or maybe cut the promo that he cut recently, saying how it's Seth Rollins' fault that he was injured and all of the stuff, which obviously a while has back. no merit or logic. You're saying if he cut that promo a while, a while back. back, right? He, I, I just think it would help him as a babyface at this stage in his career. You wanted the explanation from Triple H, yeah, a bit I, sooner I, yeah, after it happened. Yeah, that's. But that, I mean, that's just me. I mean, the first time we saw Triple H and Kevin Owens even talk after that was, what, a few weeks ago, right before Ke- Kevin Owens betrayed Chris Jericho at yeah. the Festival of Friendship. And I'm, yeah. and, and I'm not even sure. I, I'm hoping this See, would pay off to that as well, but I'm not even sure yeah. what that was about. But would you have preferred, like, an Authority 2.0 right after Triple H did that, where he gave Kevin Owens the Universal no, Championship? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that, like, Samoa Joe, all that would have been around. I just do think they no, maybe not, could not have not even, you know, had... with or without Joe. I just mean with Stephanie, with Triple H, with Kevin Owens, maybe even Jericho. To be honest, all involved. I needed was it was an interview with Triple H, maybe even off screen. I don't think he needed to be there every week to sell what happened. Right. I just wanted maybe, like, one interview. So then it would basically be the same thing we've been watching. There would yeah. just be a little context provided early on. They wanted That's to have their cake and eat it, too. They wanted right. to have the turn, but they also wanted you to not work worry about it not think right. about it for a long period right after so uh obviously last week on raw when seth rollins dropped the crutch she was literally kicking triple h with the knee that was injured so i think it's fairly safe to assume that he's in pretty good condition because he would never was that have... the, was that the actual knee that was injured that triple h hit with the crutch yes those were crazy shots what's up with that well i mean what? we gotta we gotta we gotta at least address the fact that he what? his knee is really injured 
and well, that's he's what I'm saying. I think, what do you mean? I, what I think they exaggerated his injury from the beginning. Yeah, really. I don't. Yeah, because no, it looked pretty, they it looked really bad put, for a second when it happened. Would no. they really put Seth Rollins in jeopardy by having some? I mean, that crutch hit to the knee was hard. I don't know what the crutch that's what was I'm made saying. of. It was fake. It did hit the actual. It knee seemed brace, to be so I'm supporting sure. his weight when he came yeah. out. I mean, I don't know if maybe the middle of the knee brace. Help the blow. But nonetheless, I do not think I doctors mean, or WWE would have given Triple Seth H. Rollins the green light to be in the ring like that if he wasn't allowed to. That, yeah. that, that's all I'm saying. I mean, the last time Seth Rollins was hurt, he wasn't seen at all. Was that doctor on Monday Night Raw an actor or a doctor? Uh, I gotta hope he's not an actor because if he was, he was horrible. Yeah. Um, I do Whoa, think really? that's his actual doctor. That's yeah. what I feel like he was horrible. Like he, a good actor would know to be horrible because you're not an actor, you're a doctor. Yeah. You're not about speaking yeah, on, on it was a, just, a live broadcast. You're about verbal, like just what he said was interesting. One on one like, consultations. What he said was interesting because he said, "Well, no doctor in America is going to be clearing Seth Rollins." And then two minutes later, he goes, "But if Seth Rollins wants to be at WrestleMania, he's working every day to be there." I, I just thought it was kind of oh, did he? Yeah, the right doctor after said another. that. Yeah. That's why it was kind of like redundant. Like you said, no doctor will clear him, but if he wants to do it, you know, he's putting his mind to it. So they're trying to sell the baby that. face overcoming an injury. I get it. You know, whatever. But, yeah, uh, I must have missed what that. What my issue is is that Triple H and Rollins, Triple H is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, listeners don't know that, but now you do. Seth Rollins is actually... Cat's out of the bag now. Yeah. Seth Rollins is my, you know, newer favorite. Um, out of all the new guys that came up, Owens... Balor in this kind of new era recently. Right. Seth Rollins is my guy. So this is a dream match for me. Um, I've been waiting for it forever. Obviously, the injury hampered the build. They have done a good job with what they, they've done, you know, having Seth Rollins come out last week to help Mick Foley. Uh, yeah, that was pop, good. The pop that was got, good. You know, that was his first true baby face, you know. Um, in my eyes, he became a baby face that last Monday Night on Raw. Two weeks really? ago. Really? That's how I feel. He's been yeah. cheered, don't get me wrong, but he was yeah, cheered yeah, at the heel. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when he was chasing the title yeah. with, when Kevin Owens had it, like it, so, um, it, it felt like everyone was cheering him, but there was yeah. no. And then they were they, pairing. they really have. We, did we mention last week? I mean, there's time. This is the kind of thing that I I probably shouldn't even say, but they really. We, I hope we get a chance one day to talk about how they just messed ever since he came back from his last injury. How oh, they just yeah. totally screwed him up the entire. They that's spent the entire right. 2016. And that's what I was talking about. Screwing his character up. And that's exactly what I was talking about before when I had an issue with the fact that Triple H waited so long to explain his actions. Because I feel like if there was a tad bit of explanation early on, I truly feel like Seth Rollins would have garnered a lot more sympathy early on and it right? would have helped him in the long run. Because when Triple H showed up and ultimately screwed Rollins and helped Kevin Owens. Up to that point, Rollins was willing to take the help. Yep. He's still, he's no less spineless because Triple H decided to say, screw that. I'm going to go with this dude who will also take my help and is newer, per se. So, um, basically where we're at is that next week on Raw, Triple H is challenging Seth Rollins to sign a hold harmless agreement, which would basically be an unsanctioned match, uh, limiting Seth Rollins' ability to sue the WWE, Stephen McMahon, any one of that nature. A similar right. match occurred in 2002 with Triple H as well and Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam. Yeah. Awesome match. Uh, so my issue... That was, that finally, was Shawn Michaels' return after four yes. years. They were actually... Yeah. Not, he, was, he didn't even know at that point that he was going to go on to return full-time. Yeah, like yeah, did. yeah. So uh, what, I, what I'm getting to, finally, is that... Um, Sorry. You, no, no, it's not your fault. What... I don't, I don't know. know why I said that this about Shawn Michaels. This match wasn't... 
I just feel like Triple H and Seth Rollins, as I stated, is a very, very big match. And, I mean, they're signing this contract a week before WrestleMania, and it isn't, like, limiting the excitement for me, but I just feel like it would have been so much better if this match was announced already and they're building to it and anticipation isn't building. Well, in a Instead, perfect world, it would have. That was their plan was to have it already. Well, right, but I just feel like if, you know, after he injured him the first time, they could have done this whole, har- whole harmless thing. I don't know exactly why. After he turned Turned on him or... No, no, no. After he beat him up the first time and Samojo took him out, yeah. I don't know why Triple H could have... Because there was like, what, two or three uh, more interactions Well, it was them. it was definitely um, more uncertain. You say they maybe possibly exaggerated it from the start, uh, but yeah. there was a degree of uncertainty when it first happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there had to be. So Samojo, I think, will play a role in the match. I thought it was going to be a segment, as I stated. Oh, it. yeah. that's See, that's ultimately why I asked you about... Samoa Joe and the Andre Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah. What I brought up a while uh, back was because people th- seem to think Joe's going to wind up in that, but yeah, I, no. I think your idea that he's going to get involved I, yeah, in it. Yeah, I think that's... Especially a, yeah. it's going to be basically be a street fight. I think Samoa Joe was going to eventually team up with Triple H, beat down Seth Rollins, and I think that you have a returning Finn Balor help Seth Rollins. And maybe Seth Rollins beats Triple H. I don't know if you do a type of... You lose! You know, Good day, sir. no contest at WrestleMania and then maybe build to a, an actual team No match. contest? Would that be the best case scenario for you? No. No, it wouldn't. But I, I, in my eyes, what I would do is I would either have Triple H beat Seth um, really? by cheating. You have a tag match at the next pay-per-view and then you can have Triple H and Seth Rollins have a formal match at SummerSlam because it's just going to be so overbooked at this point. You have Seth. You have you know Joe's getting involved. I don't think he's going to be in the Andre Battle. A Royale. lot of people don't know he's getting involved. That was uh, the do. point. That was why yeah. I why I, I asked I, you that I, I because a lot whole... of people think he's just going to be in the Andre Battle Royal and I that'll don't. be it for Joe. Yeah, I don't. I, think, I yeah, I agree with you. I think that do you think uh, he could possibly do both. No, I don't think so. No, because Strowman's going to be. Wouldn't. You can't have Strowman and Joe in the yeah. Battle Royal. And I just wouldn't do it. And so basically, I just think it's going to be an overbooked match if you have Joe. Uh, then you have Balor. It'll be an amazing yeah. moment seeing Balor return at WrestleMania, but I still want to see my one-on-one Triple H Seth Rollins match, no one involved, and at WrestleMania. And you want it? You want at least a good four weeks to mentally prepare. Yeah, for your, for exactly. Your, so I'm I'm excited to see it. this match. I do think the build has been good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but um. Okay, I, let's uh let's let's yeah. move on. Sorry, let's move on. Sorry, I should have. We 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 gotta yeah definitely try to be quicker with the um. So Kevin Owens and, y- and Y2J, we had the highlight reel on this past week's mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw. Yep. Uh, Chris Jericho was going to reveal the the real Kevin Owens, and ultimately, he you know showed the photo of Kevin Owens as a teen, I guess, in a Chris Jericho T-shirt doing the Chris Jericho pose, yep. and then uh, direct message conversation they had had when Kevin Owens first joined the WWE. Yep. What did you think of how that segment went down? I I liked it before. I guess I should say I liked it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I was a fan. I, you know, Samoa Joe with the distraction, the whole nine. Kevin Owens ultimately coming out, taking him out, doing the pose, taking out the list. I liked it all. How'd you feel? I liked it as well. I, w- I was honestly expecting a picture of Kevin Owens' face on a jackass when that segment was announced. I literally thought Chris Jericho was going to do one of his funny. Oh you know, uh, yeah! Oh my god, that's so, what I was afraid of. So I was really, I was so I was, afraid it was, was going to be really something. Surprised. That's a good point. I was really surprised they call. added this layer of depth to it. I think it's interesting, kind of idol portraying Kevin Owens as this uh, this idol who needs sixteen. He's going to transform back yeah. to the sixteen year old so, kid when Jericho's music. I hope Kevin Owens comes out first to WrestleMania before Chris Jericho. Oh. Because Chris Jericho said, when you're in the ring and my music hits, you're going to transform back into that 16-year-old oh, right, kid. Right, right, right. That's the detail, is you have Kevin yeah. Owens come out first. 
so that you can actually yeah. show him in well, the normally ring. Normally, the champion comes while Jericho second. makes his entrance. Yeah, normally I feel like. Um, well, champion, it should, that's how it should be. But, normally, uh, that's how it should be. But yeah. you know, some people are going to keep that in mind now that Jericho has said it. So maybe just make sure that you can set that stage. Well, I just wish there was more emphasis on on the United States Championship. There was a good story. Kevin Owens said, "Chris Jericho, you basically stole my title. I want to steal your title away from you." Don't forget, the United States Championship is the first championship Kevin Owens went after when he first came here. He beat John Cena clean. And I, I don't he think that has to... any bearing on it. Remember the yeah. first the, fr- well, the first thing match. he did his first I, I night was st- titles the first thing he it's did his first night on the main roster was step on the U.S. title. So well, well, then he was also granted a match to be in it after he lost NXT Championship. I guess things changed. Right, but it's a title match. I mean, I have an issue when you have this like blood feud and there's a title hanging in the balance. Um, you know, talk about it at least. You know, you wouldn't even know if Jericho's wearing it. I mean, he's already if it wasn't covering it's, it's, a scarf. He's already. Um, in my opinion, I think the United States Champion would be better on someone else at this point. I mean, Sami really? Zayn or uh, for, see, because for my money, you know, I feel like Kevin Owens kind of satisfied that when he said right after he lost the Universal Title, when he said, "You know, you took my you took my title from me. That's all I care about right yeah. now. I should, you know, if you by implication, what he's saying is I should technically care more about getting my Universal Title back since that's a bigger title. It's the biggest title on the brand, and it's you know, theoretically, I'm sure more money involved." Yeah. Um, but I want to take the, your title from you because you took my title from me. Yeah, and also, I mean, his whole gimmick, not his whole gimmick, but he's, you know, he's a, well, his gimmick is basically he's a prize-fighting dad. You know I mean? He's, he's just like this is cowardly. Dad part of it, is dad part of his gimmick, is being a dad? Well, that was kind of a joke, but he's, you know, oh, sorry. He, said in, he said in promos, you know, I'm, I'm make, <laughs> I want to make money That's for good. my family. He incorporated his son into the John Cena feud, so, you know, he is kind right, of a okay. like, fatherly figure. Right. So, uh, like I said, it's not a big deal. It's not taking away from the match. I just feel like, what is Kevin Owens now going to go for the universal title while he's the United States champion? I mean, Roman Reigns had it. He didn't care that much about it. He was going on for un- the universal title. Chris Jericho didn't have that many title defenses, so Kevin Owens. Chris Jericho has he even had any title defenses? Well, he had the Roman Reigns rematch clause, and then he also battled Sami Zayn, I believe. Yeah. Um, you just made the list. <laughs> I thought the segment was really well done, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I definitely can see this opening up the show, no doubt. You think Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho is yeah. going to be the first match? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man. Yep, I do. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. Less so if it opens the show. Take All right, so I guess we'll pick up on that when we pick up on that. Let's should we should we play a quick round of uh, possibly a new segment on our technically still pretty new little show here, uh, Roman Umpire. Yes, we because it's everyone hates Roman, so everyone. we're gonna like we're gonna put on we we each have I I got us umpire gear. You take yours out. See, it might be a little small. I can I can exchange it. Uh, if you don't spill anything on it, but we, uh, you look good. Thank you. It's nice. Um, so we got our umpire outfits and, uh, we are ready to call foul or throw a flag on the undertaker Roman Reigns segment. Did we talk about whether or not Reigns has been showing heel tendencies on this show last week? Uh, I think a little bit. Cause I know that we talked about it off air. That's why I asked, um, Monday night he said, all he's been thinking about is the undertaker on his back. He had said last week that he's going to retire The Undertaker, which, you know, it's not going to be a retirement match, so that was just him saying he wants to end Undertaker. I mean, do you not think this is teasing heel? Am I seeing smoke where there's nothing? No, I don't think you're wrong in seeing it, but I also do believe that Roman Reigns has 
in the last couple of months, even outside of this feud with Undertaker, sort of, you know, I mean, God, when he said, I'm not a guy, I'm the guy. I mean, I mean, babyface is... I'm not a good guy. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you know, like, obviously fans are not going to be cheering when they're saying that he's going to destroy, you know, their idol and legend, The Undertaker, one of the most uh, Yeah, but are they supposed to be superstar. booing? Well, they, I mean, they, I mean, they are booing. No, they they're are booing regardless. They are booing. And creative are they... can't think that they would cheer for it. So I'm, I'm assuming, if only for this feud, Dude, they creative? are going to build into just... it. I think they're going to build into uh, Roman Reigns being a little bit of a heel. There's no way. Uh, there's no little bit of a heel. If Roman Reigns is going to be healed, then... He's going to have to do something that says, fuck everybody. Right now, yeah. Right now, there's a little bit of, um, he's making very condescending remarks. Yeah. Definitely not babyface. I guess it's kind of vague, just like tough talk. Because, I mean, the Shawn Michaels and Taker, when they had their series of matches, that was babyface versus babyface. And Shawn Michaels definitely did some things that, you know, wouldn't be cheered. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But, um... Regardless, I wish Reigns should have just speared Shawn Michaels. You think that would have basically been a heel turn? Oh my god, yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, Braun get Strowman, out of my ring, old man. Undertaker chokeslams Braun Strowman, and it's interesting because I'm now. You and I talked off air about how we liked how Undertaker made that facial, uh, you know, kind of being like, "Oh shit!" Like he's behind me. Oh there's yeah, some there's people online there's people who actually talking, think that he's injured. People talking about the Undertaker's yeah. facials. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think the Undertaker would make that kind of face on TV if he was really in pain. Uh, so I don't no, know. If I, he, no, no, no. Yeah. I watched it back since then. Just yeah. No, I, I did too. The, I did too. Heard people all the online, who, people online are just he definitely that he, like, hurt himself. No, he was clearly, that was his character saying, oh, I left myself vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was different. I've never seen him do something like that. And uh, yeah, it was a human. It was a human. That's what I wrote down human, in my human. In my yeah. notes was human taker it, question it, mark. It humanized the Undertaker, and then yeah. the Undertaker set up staring. You back think at he Roman has human Reigns. eyes? Um, I think I don't. You know, I don't. He uh, sat up and Roman looked at him. So uh, I don't know. Who do you see winning this match? Roman. Roman. One hundred percent Roman. Yeah. Th- yeah, I don't say. I mean, now, who I do I? Like 80% who do I want to win? Is a diff- obviously oh, a different always, conversation. Well, with Roman Reigns, always. I mean, we kind of we also kind of covered that last week. I, I, yeah, yeah. You know, there's yeah. a couple different ways they could go that I think we. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with you on. Uh, I'm just not 100 percent sure Roman's going to win, but I also wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just burned. I'm just, I'm just jaded from getting my hopes up for you know in the past and just being reminded at the last minute. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, it's with Cena too. Like, oh yeah, it's it's this fucking guy. He's yeah. not gonna lose. Right, right, right. Three kick, three three finishers kick out. He's oh yeah, it's this yeah. fucking guy. He's gonna hit one finisher, and that's gonna be the end. Right. Oh, I no, I don't. I think Undertaker's <laughs> gonna kick out of a spear at least. He's gonna hit one spear. That's gonna be the end, and then the Undertaker's gonna raise his hand and signify to the fans he's earned my respect, which means. He should have earned. If you respect me, I am transferring that respect over yeah. to him because it's his yard now. Right. And uh, then Roman whips his dick out and pees in the ring just for good measure. Right. Uh, so now we can go on to, uh, I don't know if we want to call it Quick Hits. I got that name from another podcast, so I don't want to steal it. I don't know. Yeah, we're just a few brief topics. Brief I mean, topics. Um, so the take team titled. Uh, brief topics. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so do it like the real world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the take team title match is unchanged for whatever reason. Uh, it is well, going to be unchained. Reason, it sounded I, like you said unchained. Yeah, I do. So they're not going to be chained up for anybody who doesn't know. There's going to be, I think, no chains involved. Um, I, I liked how. It's you know, unchanged by the, what happened on Raw. Right? <laughs> really? 
What you said? Well, I elaborate on. I I want you to want to make sure you elaborate on what you just. I'm said. I'm, I'm about to, but you keep okay. talking. <laughs> Sorry, it's all right. Um, so I, I liked on Raw how Stephanie McMahon, uh, basically Cesaro and Sheamus was the brainchild of McFoley, and um, I do like how now that McFoley's gone, Stephanie McMahon kind of wanted to stick it to them by making Cesaro and Sheamus have to basically keep and work for their spot in the match. They had a handicap kind match. Of. I mean, I I like how the they tie I like yeah. how they tie the two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and not only, but right before that, McFoley and you know hugged Sheamus and Cesaro, and they talked about that forming of the tag team. Yeah, McFoley did so, his little um, walk of uh, I don't want to say shame because that's that doesn't similar. Fit, Sorry, similar. go ahead. That's right. So uh, I mean, I don't know really what why the match was done. I mean, I guess they just wanted to keep Cesaro and Sheamus relevant and make them look strong going into the match. Uh, Gallows and Anderson, I feel so terrible for. They have been so misused. Oh God, uh, it's just atrocious. Yeah, um, they're so dumb. Like, what? yeah. For okay, first you've got I guess the two top teams in the division fighting for contendership for your titles at WrestleMania. You interfere, subsequently getting the match thrown out. Do you really think that's going to be the end of it? Yeah. Like they never again, watched WWE like, before. With my rant about distractions last week, like mm-hmm. they never watched. WWE before. Yeah. Why do they even yeah. care about being in WWE if they never yeah. watched it? I don't know. I'm but, confused. Uh, I think Enzo and Cast are going to win the titles at WrestleMania. Yeah, That's my probably. Definitely. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, Gallows and Anderson, and then they just were stupid again. They're just stupid, I think, right? Was that what you were getting at when you said that it's disappointing that they've been using Gallows and Anderson? Well, I just meant just the losses they've endured, even before being tag champs. I just, in general, think they misused them. Yeah, over the course of uh, they were cool when it, when it, with AJ. Yeah, with the beat up John Cena. Yeah, and never again since yeah. that I can recall. So uh, another match that is changed is the Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania. Oh, that's right. That's somebody right. Uh, somebody got what they wanted. They yes, made it up. They felt right. bad about they what they did. Me. When they booked the unsanctioned Triple H Rollins match, yeah. so they made it up to you. Yes, they said if we're gonna do that, then we gotta do this. Nia Jax, come on down. Yeah, so she's now incorporated into the Fatal Four Way match. Uh, I still think she could have been incorporated to start with, but at least she beat Bailey and makes her look strong heading into the match. Right, and uh, I do feel like last year's women's match had so much more importance to it, even Pizazz. before they unveiled the women's title. Uh, yeah, um, but I still think this is going to be a great match. Uh, I don't know if I do the Sasha heel turn at WrestleMania. Maybe you have Bailey retain. Yeah, and then they have something the in mind night. for um, Sasha. Yeah, I maybe would leave Sasha turning heel on the Raw after Mania. Okay, yeah. as opposed to at Mania. Got as, it. You know, I'm looking to hold that off as long as possible because I still believe that should be at SummerSlam. Yes, that definitely is how you feel. So, uh, But I'm looking forward to the match regardless. I think it'll yeah. be a good match. It definitely has that potential. I wouldn't even talk about Aries and Neville thinking about it now. Yeah, there's we really not much to the, say about Aries and Neville. We can run through it's the a, entire card next week, I feel like. Is, is, that, is that basically the match you would have booked for WrestleMania for the Cruiserweights? Uh, you know, I actually think I would have booked a ladder match. I think the ladder match... A mul- like a multi? Yeah. I okay. liked how uh, the ladder match has become a staple of WrestleMania in the last few years. Uh, yeah. You know, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, WrestleMania 10, the TLC matches. That is the last few years. That is how it's been become a And stable. then the Money in the Bank matches. And then the Intercontinental Championship matches. Okay, so the cruiserweights are like the next natural step. I mean, there really has been a rich history of ladder matches at WrestleMania, and the cruiserweights are known for high-flying action. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that it would have been good to have them all in a match. Right, you're giving that platform to more than just the two. But I think this could be the best, purest wrestling match on the card. 
like an actual you think technical so? masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. I think Owens and Jericho will have a very good work match. Yeah, um, I think they'll have a good. The women yeah. will probably do well. Orton Wyatt will do well, but I think that Aries yeah, will never have a, that. It should make for an entertaining night of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entertaining, um, to say the least, because Goldberg Lesnar, which they showed video packages this past week on Raw documenting Goldberg's return to wrestling, the reason why he did it. That He came off very uh, likable, I would say. It kind of adds another layer to his character, how he used to be this ass kicker only looking out for that but now he's still that ass kicker but he wanted his child his child and his wife all of his children around re- the world to yeah. see him as a superhero yeah so uh, i like i like that narrative standpoint of it and of course we have brock who uh needs to win this match desperately and i'm sure will i think we know that he will win the yeah. match yeah yeah i fully expect lesnar to win yeah. So, Get his win back finally. I'm looking forward to next week. They're going to have, um, I think, Brock and Goldberg have some sort of a face-to-face confrontation or something along those lines. So that Yeah, they're be... both going to be there. I mean, it is the go-home show, so that yeah. makes sense. Um, so, uh, I'm sure but... Taker will be there. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. That about does it for Raw. All right, yeah, week. let's move on over to SmackDown. SmackDown It's Live. Tuesday now. It is Tuesday. Reset your uh, mental... Calendars. So we, uh, well, I guess before opening the show with the tag team championship match, we had AJ further clarify his attack Introduce on the Shane. story, the main story of the night. Yeah. Basically, he tried justifying his attacks to prove that, you know, he was screwed over several times, which he was. Yeah. It's hard to disagree against him. And the audience was behind him. Yeah. I think that WrestleMania is going to be interesting Who's seeing sh- how the crowds react to them. Um, AJ, I mean, fans. We've got were, one more week left. Fans to, were chanting for AJ during Shane when Shane. Shane even called it out. Yeah, segment. yeah. They've got one more week to convince everybody AJ's the bad guy. Shane is the good guy. They're doing everything they can. Yeah. D- you left out the worst part for this past SmackDown. Do you really have to have Daniel Bryan telling AJ Styles that he doesn't know what he got himself yeah, into? Yeah, that was terrible. And I, then you have to have AJ later on afraid of Shane. Oh, let's yeah. just shake hands, Shane. We're just gonna. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. Because they're doing their best to... What the re- fuck are yeah. you talking... Are you telling me that AJ is afraid of Shane going into this match? No. Yeah. No, no. They're... Um, no, no, no. They're attempting to keep AJ as a heel by, you know, being Any means necessary. And, by yeah. any means necessary. And so, it's, it's see-through. Um, yeah. I mean, I hope it's see-through. I do think that was a wicked belly-to-belly suplex Shane gave to AJ on the outside. Yeah, that it was, was decent. That was cool. It was out of nowhere. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Um, but, uh, you know... What I'm, about the flying uh, elbow? The... Uh, that's the one the one trick in Shane's bag. Yeah. Basically. Well, that and the uh, trick that he stole from RVD. I just wonder how many stipulations are added to these matches on the WrestleMania card because Dean Ambrose announced that he will face Baron Corbin for his title, the Intercontinental Championship, and that yeah. feud has been very violent. Uh, the AJ and Shane feud has been very violent. Uh, dare I say even the Randy and Wyatt matches, but I know that won't have a stipulation attached to it. And then over on Raw, you It'll have the a, uns- a sheep lumberjack match, a lumber yeah. sheep match. Uh, but then over on Raw, we have the unsanctioned uh, Triple H Rollins match, yeah, which will be, which can be that type of match. Basically, so a I don't street know, fight, but they're yeah, the they're not calling it a street fight. Well, the unsanctioned aspect is more they're focusing on the medical. You know, the medical yeah, story it isn't with called Rollins. an unsanctioned street fight. At SummerSlam with Triple H and Shawn Michaels back in 20, 2002, it was called an unsanctioned street fight. This right yeah, now well, is just I, an unsanctioned match, so I don't know. Yeah, I feel like the 2002 match kind of set the precedent for yeah. the term unsanctioned. So I just I just wonder how many matches will have that hardcore stipulation. Do you have any That's thoughts what, on that? Yeah. 
I know that they don't typically want to have really more than one of a similar kind of match unless it's like a theme. Well, that's well, that's my whole point. There's at no, least I know. four. No, I know. See, so I don't know how they're gonna. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. Go th- have... I just, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize that's how you were framing it. Like, yeah, wait, yeah, go, yeah. go through the four again. Just list them. You, Wyatt and Orton is not one. No. Well, Shane, Wyatt Shane and, and AJ. Orton could be one, but it's not. But Shane and AJ. Shane and AJ. Rollins and Triple H. Rollins and Triple H and Ambrose and Corbin have all had these violent. Uh, blood feuds that could culminate. Yeah, in some type I mean of Ambrose a, and Corbin. I could see them having a false count like anywhere. But left match. They've really been talking about that a lot. Like well, you, what do you? Th- you have to, what like, was put supposed person- to have happened with that? Like Ambrose is gone for a week. He comes back, not even remotely selling any chest or rib injuries. Like yeah. what? What was that supposed? I, I just it's weird. But um, so are you looking forward to AJ and Shane or no? Because there is a part of me that I'm, it's hard to answer. I'm, I, I, I'm, did you? I, know, it's hard to answer that question with yeah. anything other than a ugh. Yeah, I mean, I'm not ugh. looking forward to it, but I am interested in it. Ugh. I have to say, I am interested to see how it's laid out. I'm, and, rest, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing AJ Styles wrestle WrestleMania. Well, right, the broomstick, yes. eh, yeah. not so much. Um, seeing a broomstick fly through the air, yeah, a 46 year old broomstick, yeah, 47 year old, nah, not so much. Call me crazy. Um, also on SmackDown, we had a tag team championship match, which led to a title change. The Usos are now three-time tag yeah. team champions. Two weeks out from Mania. Very surprised What's by this What's the result. deal with that? Uh, well, What's I, the deal I with thought, title changes? I thought they were going to put the Usos and American Alpha on the pre-show for the, ta- for the championship. And I'm assuming that now they'll have the rematch at on the pre-show because yeah, there well, is now in, now there is in no way they are adding more matches to the main card. We are at 14 matches. At 14. It, I think maybe one or two of those will wind up on the pre-show. I don't know. They usually they the usually Battle Royal could be on the pre-show usually with the guy with the you know, yeah the like that's the, that's the only match involved. I could see. I don't see them putting the Aries Neville match on the pre-show. Oh, it better not. Uh, I don't see them. I doing think it that. adds to WrestleMania yeah. to have a cruiserweight. To have Agreed. A, um, and done, settled. The, All right. The past few years, the matches on the kickoff show have been announced the week into WrestleMania. I don't think that matters. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but Rock agrees with me. I just don't tell. see them. All the matches have been built up fairly well. That right now saying, oh, well, it's going to be on the kickoff show when they they've announced every match as not on the kickoff show yet. So that's why I believe that American Alpha and the Usos will be on the kickoff. Well, I mean, I, I don't think. They don't announce them as not off, not on the kickoff show. They announce them for WrestleMania, which I don't think necessarily. They've never announced a match and then dude, all of a I sudden see, said it's going to the kickoff. Though, dude, the, they, I, they do it off. Air. Are you? You know, I I would not be surprised if that women's. I don't know if you want to get into like match for match, which ones could I see? Could you see? I don't possibly I don't being. See I, that would that SmackDown women's title match. I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's on the pre-show. I would because I think they're building to Naomi coming back and winning the title, and there's no way they would put that on the pre-show. Okay, yeah. with that being said, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they put that on the pre-show. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Nothing I think it's Naomi. It's just see, a huge night. Them, There's a lot of shit going on. And I don't see them reserving one of two women's matches to the pre-show. I just don't. Um, I don't see them putting both, but... Uh, oh, yeah, one out, one out, okay, yeah. two out of 14. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but so, I just, um, you know, it's WrestleMania itself is, what, four hours, right? Yeah. Seven to 11. Yeah. Although they could go over. Well, WrestleMania's back in the day had 14 Last year, matches. did they go over? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, because they only had eight matches on the main card, nine including the six-second Eric Rowan Rock match. But if you look at the cards for WrestleMania 1 Ugh. through like 5, there were 14, 15 matches. So I guess it could be done. I just don't want yeah. these matches to suffer in quality 
because yeah. they want to load up the because cards quantity. So yeah, uh, Qu- quantity. Bringing up another match on the SmackDown Live brand is the Miz and Maurice versus John Cena and Nikki Bella. Uh, I thought the What'd segments you think of the last total night were What'd really you think funny. Of them? They were pretty. They were pretty. Good. They were good. They were well done. Maurice has been pretty good. She's been showing a lot of character that I didn't really know she had. Um, I'm interested in seeing her in a ring again. People forget that she was a fairly decent wrestler for the standards of women's wrestling back when she was wrestling. She that, was and that's a hell wrestler. of a legacy. Fairly yeah. decent. Um, so I'm interested in that. And um, other than yeah. that, I don't have much to say about the you know that kind of because. In my eyes, this has been a fitting The Miz and The Miz only, and obviously Maurice. The Miz yeah. had an incredible think, year, and I think this is the perfect example of rewarding talent that puts yeah. in the work throughout the year, and that's why he's in this spot. See, I feel like they're letting the people involved kind of have fun with it, and in so doing, I feel like it's gotten more people, maybe hyped for this match is not the right way to say it, but it's gotten more people on board if you will, oh, with, yeah, I agree. with the Definitely. idea of this mixed tag. Yeah, and they're blurring the lines the between reality involved. and fantasy, and they're doing a good job of yeah. introducing real-life elements and whatnot. Incorporating so, Total Bellas yeah. and Total Divas. So, um, and honestly, I would love if there would be there were three matches on the card involving women, because this match also technically has women in it. So, oh, yeah, um, it does, yeah. So, I think that... Uh, it's, it's, okay, it's I just I have to point out that that makes... I, I would be a little less surprised now if the SmackDown Live Women's title match... Winds up on the pre-show because you would have two matches involving women on the main card, like you said. Right. I just don't see them relegating a championship match to the pre-show. But um, in any, I, I mean, in any in any event, um, I wouldn't put it past them. Sorry, go ahead. I wouldn't either. I just, I just, I can't, I can't, I just can't see it happening. Uh, and then the last SmackDown, ma- <laughs> the last SmackDown match is Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. That's that's the SmackDown main event. The main event of WrestleMania. Well, the one only of, match that's if you notice, promoted they as the main event of Goldberg, WrestleMania. Byron Saxton said on Raw that Goldberg and Lesnar are one of the main events on WrestleMania this past week. So, well, they're wonder, all main events, pal. It's WrestleMania, of course. Uh, so, God damn, pal. Um, I like the segment they did with Wyatt. Uh, you know, it's getting very campy. I think that um, the match is going to be really good. Um, yeah, the match should be should be good. You, I, I expect. I think Luke Harper to get involved. Eric Rowan, Eric Rowan, if he's if he's um, good to go. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that that they all reform and turn yeah. face, and the Wyatts are and Bray yeah. Wyatt holds on to the title. Sorry, that's the goal. Was that what uh, you were going to say? Well, I do hope Bray Wyatt retains. Wishful booking things. states in my eyes that he would, and I think this has the ability to be a really good match. Um, yeah. I don't think it's closing WrestleMania. I think Goldberg and Lesnar will close WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty safe to say. Um, just wrapping up here, uh, is there anything that you want to see on the uh, go-home episodes of either Raw or SmackDown uh, headed into WrestleMania? If I know WWE, they're going to want to do some sort of a pull-apart brawl between Brock and Goldberg. I think that yeah. I, th- I think I would like to see that, but I also think that the animosity between the two aren't really the point of the feud. It's really the element of whether or not Brock Lesnar can beat Goldberg. Yeah. So I don't I know see. if introducing that element of viciousness would work within the narrative of what the match is about. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I mean, I could it see would make me part. excited for the match, but I also feel like it'd be a little... I mean, the most they've had physical... I mean, what? Brock Lesnar um, gave him an F5 on Raw a yeah. few weeks ago. And, I mean... I and then it's just been their interactions yeah. in the so matches. I could see them doing that. I would like them to do that, but I also wouldn't mind if it's um, 
I could see a pull part working uh, more for Owens and Jericho, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see then, that. Then, I mean, I love a good pull apart. Yeah, you know, just because um, you brought it up. I mean, it's hard because pull it all apart. Think, That's what I say. Just pull everything always, apart. People always think that the person who stands tall at the end of a go home show loses at that next pay per view. So you at, know, yeah. You know, at I, home, I, I would at def- home technically. Yeah, I, I I would highlight you know Nia Jax in the Raw Women's match at least. I doubt she's winning. You'd have her standing tall, going standing off the tall. air on Raw. Uh, yeah, I would. As have... Raw goes off the air, you would have Nia Jax. No, no, standing no. no you wouldn't. <laughs> I didn't know why you said no, that. No, no, I um, tricked you. So uh, stupid idiot. I, again, I I hope that Kevin Owens or Y two J talk about the fact that their match is for the U.S. title. Yeah. Uh, All right, right. I would right, have right. Chris Jericho standing tall at the end of that segment as well. Um, this Sunday at WrestleMania in our match, which again is for the U.S. Yeah. title, I'm going to beat you again um, for a third time for the U.S. title, which the match is for. We have the Triple H Sunday. Seth Rollins segment where they're <laughs> signing the contract. Um, oh yeah, are they going to get physical? You know, I'm wondering. Obviously, I'm predicting Balor to return at WrestleMania, but I'm wondering if they is that obvious? You said that last time, probably. Why we talked about it already before when I talked? Oh, you about mentioned Balor. I wasn't sure if you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't listen. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't listen it's at okay. all when you talk. When we're talking I probably, about Samoa Joe, should I start? I should probably start because when Samoa Joe, we were talking about him. I think that's how Finn Balor is going to even the odds. But I wonder if they bring Balor right back okay. on the go home episode of Raw to kind of build anticipation for him being at WrestleMania. Yeah, I wouldn't book that myself. I think I would no. rather see him as a I don't, surprise. Yeah, I don't think there's enough people that are going to be on the fence by that point that, yeah. are, that Baylor but is going to sell But I can maybe on. see them, because at this point, you know, Seth Rollins has been alone, and there's really no one has ever even attempted to help him. So it would be a new plot device in their story that now Rollins does have somebody there. But Not again, only somebody, I but the that, guy who's returning from an injury that Seth Rollins... Yeah. Gave to him. Um, and and I think Balor can very easily justify why he's helping Seth Rollins because Triple H tried saying that he created all of the NXT guys and all of the stuff. So yeah, that right there, oh, that's good. yeah, that's Finn Balor's gripe. Triple, Triple H, H didn't make Finn Balor right. or the Demon. So uh, that's about how I see Raw. And for SmackDown, you know, I think I don't know. How do you I, want it to end? I SmackDown. Uh, I hope it ends with. Talking smack. That's a good idea. God. Hope they listen. Uh, I, I, I would end with Randy Orton standing tall only because I hope that Wyatt's going to win. And with my logic. Yeah. I think that usually yeah, the opposite yeah, yeah. happens. So that's how I would end. Uh, maybe maybe even have uh, Brock and... Uh, not, I'm sorry. Maybe even have Bray and Orton have a crazy brawl backstage or in a parking a lot apart. or something. Or, pull yeah, those two maybe apart. that would be you Pull those two them. apart yeah. all day. Um, Shane, AJ, I, I don't even know. Shay J. We'll what? just call it Shay J. For I don't sure even know where they go to save here. time. Um, you heard? Just call it Shay J. Yeah. I don't know what. It'll help. Trust uh, me. I don't know where you go with Shane and AJ right now, to be honest. Um, I guess, Shay J. I guess have AJ stand tall, even though AJ's winning. Because you don't want like every single person standing tall to then lose at WrestleMania. Yeah. That'd be just kind of corny. Yeah. So, well, then, I mean, it'd because be AJ Styles is AJ Styles, I would still have him stand tall and still have him win. Because yeah. I can't should, even. See, that's what should happen. I'm too close. To, I can't even effectively wishful book this situation. Because when you ask me if I should just. If you would just have AJ Styles standing tall over Shane indefinitely, always for the future, the answer is hell yes. Yeah. Hell yes. AJ's the best wrestler in the world over the. Over non competitor Shane McMahon? Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Why are we even talking about Oh yeah, that's right. They're wrestling at WrestleMania. Thanks for reminding me. Appreciate so uh, that's all I, I have. That. 
yeah, that's about all I have too. So I guess that means that's about all the uh, time we have for today. Thank you everybody for listening, for joining us for Wishful Booking, episode number two. And we will be back before WrestleMania next week for our go-home show. Yes. To recap and essentially shit all over their (laughs) go-home shows. Yep. Statistically speaking. And uh, get all souped for WrestleMania and just give our final wishful books for that, I guess, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so and you can we'll follow- also get into next week uh, what we think some of the Raw After Mania antics will be. So that'll be Oh, exciting. yeah, that's I a good a that's a, we, we should do that. So a little cliffhanger to tune in next week to hear that. That's a good idea. Tease for that, mm-hmm. yeah. You ain't getting that now. You got to come back for that. <laughs> you got to hit subscribe if you want to know anything about that. Um, so you can catch us on Twitter. Interact with us, etc. I am uh, Leah McNulty at Real Hugh Jackter. And I am Jimmy Moorcraft. My Twitter handle is at Dr. Moorcraft. You are the doctor of more craft than most. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I said thanks for joining us. So I'm not saying that again. So long, folks. We'll talk to you next week, guys. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>